How's it going, everyone? I hope you're having a good day. Today, we got two stories of spoiled kids that I know you'll enjoy. So sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and let's just jump right into it. Real quick, all these episodes are on Spotify. In fact, they go up a couple hours early on there. So first link in the description to listen to these on Spotify. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the first story, Mike. And anyways, Mike was in the sixth grade. And uh, in the sixth grade, there's a kid in his class who was kind of just known as the spoiled kid at this time. He wasn't really like outwardly as uh flamboyant as some of the other kids I've told in these stories up until this one time in the sixth grade. So anyways, around sixth grade was the time that a lot of kids in Mike's class were getting phones, you know, Androids, iPhone, iPhones, whatever, right, iPads, the list goes on. Um, I know I've heard of kids getting phones at an even earlier age, which I think is kind of ridiculous, and even sixth grade, I believe, is kind of pushing it. But anyways, uh, you know, most of the kids in, you know, in the class got, they didn't get the newest iPhone. They didn't get the newest iPhone with the most storage and whatever, right? They, they got, you know, something that they could communicate with, you know, they could communicate with their parents with. They maybe would be able to go on, I don't know, something like Snapchat or Instagram and communicate with their friends with. But this is not something that was going to be the highest tech, like high tech, newest piece of technology, um, thousands of thousands of dollars on a simple phone that you're giving your kid who's probably going to drop it in a lake. You know what I mean? However, this was until, you know, the spoiled kid, which at the time wasn't even really known as the spoiled kid. You know, he had a rich uncle. Uh, the spoiled kid's parents were pretty, you know, they were pretty normal, but, uh, or pretty middle class-ish, right? And, uh, you know, but he had an uncle, you know, his uh, dad's brother, who very recently was extremely successful. You know, one of those, like, uh, tech businesses. So if you don't know, like, a lot of people that become really wealthy very quickly, what they'll do is they'll create a, especially more recently, they'll create a business, and a lot of cases more recently, they'll create a technology-based business, and it'll be, bought, it'll be bought up by a bigger company like Microsoft, Apple, Facebook, whatever. And this happened to my, or the spoiled kid's uncle. And that happened in the last six months or so. And the spoiled kid's uncle really had so much money, he had no idea what to do with it. And the spoiled kid's uncle was a big family guy saying, oh, my family needs to be like, I, I like earn this, but you know, I'm part of the family, I must give back. Um, unfortunately, he didn't realize the consequences, you know, flooding, you know, a kid, a young kid who's still developing with a ton of money and products and whatever, what it would do to him fundamentally, as we'll see in a second. So sure enough, Mike and his friends were in class one day and his teacher, the teacher was like, okay, guys, like you got to start putting your phones away. You can't have, you can't be having them out in class. In fact, I'm going to come around and start confiscating them. I'm going to, you know, get up and take them. And, uh, you know, Mike was a little reluctant at first as well as everyone else, but, you know, what could they do? They were in class. You need to listen to your teacher. So the teacher came around with a basket and they were putting their phones in. And around this time, this happened a little while ago, the iPhone 7 was like the newest or the, you know, the iPhone 8 was like the newest, coolest, most insane thing ever. And you could get like the iPhone 8 Plus or the big one or when you, you know what I'm talking about, right? And, you know, all the kids in the class had iPhone 5s or the iPhone SE, which are very, very functional phones. They're great. You know, they're, they're, if you're looking for an iPhone, they're probably one of the least expensive models now and they function totally fine. And sure enough, you know, the kids were putting in either their Androids or their iPad minis or whatever. And that's when the spoiled kid who's sitting, you know, about the middle of the class, very, very, like, clearly, like, lifts up his phone almost as if everyone could see it. And sure enough, you know, most people who saw recognized that it was the new 
iPhone 8 Plus Max, whatever it's called, like the most expensive model. You couldn't tell how much storage it has, which can really ramp up the price quickly, but you knew that it was definitely, you know, you had to pay a pretty, a pretty penny to get something like this. So the Spoil Kid puts in the basket, and, you know, Mike turns to his friend. He's like, dude, like, I didn't know Spoil Kid, you know, he says his actual name, but I don't want to mix up the name. So he's like, dude, I didn't know Spoil Kid was like, had, a, had that phone, like, that's kind of crazy. His friend's like, yeah, like, I heard that phone has, like, all this storage and all this RAM and can do all these cool things and has really great photos. And, you know, I mean, to be fair, I feel like the changes in iPhones, are, they're very marginal, and uh, it's very... I don't necessarily know if everyone's taking advantage of the hundreds more dollars they're putting in for a better version, but that's not that's not what we're talking about today. And so the next day in lunch, they're all sitting down, and uh, you know the sport Mike and his friends are sitting around the table. And since they all just got their phones, they were all just on their phones, looking away, looking at what they're doing. Which, guys, if you're sitting down with you know friends and family, please get off your phones. I'm serious. Please get off them. Look your fr- like have a human conversation. I, it's all I ask. I know I, I'm I'm talking to probably an audience of people who are somewhat terminally online, but it's all I ask you, man. Anyways, you know, so they were all on their phones and they were like showing each other because they just got it. They're sixth graders and they just got their phones, and that's when the spoiled kid comes up to them, and just like sits down. It's like wow, like like I nice phones, guys. And they were all kind of looking at him like, okay, like I don't know where you're going with this, but let's see. And the spoiled kid's like, oh yeah, I don't know about. I don't know about you, like, how, how, how much storage do you guys have? And they're like, uh, 32 gigabytes, which, or megabytes, I think it's gigabytes, 32 gigabytes, and, you know, 32 gigabytes is pretty sizable, you can do a lot with that, and he's like, oh man, that really sucks, because I got 256, and everyone's like, oh my god, 256, and the spoiled kid's like, yeah, I can basically take all the photos I've ever wanted, and I don't even have to worry about it anymore. Like I can legitimately just take all the photos like ever and I just don't have to, I don't have to delete any of them. Doesn't seem like the case for you guys though. And at this point, you know, Mike kind of looked at the spoiled kid and was like, all right, this kid's kind of starting to brag a little bit because you know, if you have a better, like if you have a cooler phone and you're just using it, then that's whatever. You're simply just using it. But the spoiled kid was not simply just using it. He was very much showing it off to everyone in kind of a very pretentious and annoying way. So sure enough, right, you know, the spoiled kid is just like, you know, he just continues on for the next week. Every single opportunity he can get, he's like, oh man, this phone is so great. And he looks over, he's like, oh no, looks at some kid's phone. You don't have the, you know, the, the the special camera that my phone has. You can't take photos as good as my photos. Oh no, that must be so bad. I'm so sorry for you guys. And obviously he was very much, you know, just, he was very much just self-congratulating, you know, he's just like, oh man, look at my awesome phone. Look how wonderful this phone I have is. Look how perfect I am and all this kind of stuff. And it was starting to get really, really annoying. And, you know, the kids at one point, Mike and his friends start talking and they were just like, this is really, like, this is starting to get really obnoxious. Because it was almost every day at lunch, the kids were still kind of on their phones because it was still very much new and novelty to them. Um, But, you know, the spoiled kid was very much always talking about the features he had versus the features that they didn't have. Like, that was his main focus of what he had versus what they did, which, that's not cool, man. (laughs) You can't be doing that. And at this point, right, you know, kids were trying to lose their sympathy for him, which I I can definitely understand. And the spoiled kid, one day at lunch, was like, wow, 
did you know that like the my iPhone's also waterproof and shatterproof? Which the thing was, I think the iPhone 8 was waterproof to an extent, but I don't think they ever made claims of it being shatterproof. And I think the spoiled kid just heard that somewhere and took it a little bit too far. Because the spoiled kid was like, and if you don't believe me, watch this. And he says, I bet your phones can't do this. So the spoiled kid steps on top of a table, holds his brand new iPhone whatever, and just like lifts it above his head and drops it on the ground. In the spoiled kid's mind, it was just going to harmlessly bounce, right? It was just going to harmlessly bounce off or whatever, right? And uh, that was not the case. It hit the ground, screen shattered. Like, it, it, it unfortunately, like, it was going to crack either way, but it unfortunately hit the ground in such a way that the screen just was completely obliterated, and uh, everyone saw it, and everyone just stopped talking. There was this awkward silence for a moment with the spoiled kid, kind of realizing what he did, you know? Kind of realizing what happened. Uh, kind of just, um, y- y- you know, um, he kind of just was just staring at it, staring at his phone on the ground. And it was just, bro- it was just broken. It was just shattered. He, the spoiled kid walked down, picked it up, and he realized that you know, he couldn't even use his phone anymore. And everyone was just looking at him and looking at the guy who was flexing so hard that he dropped his phone just to impress people. Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment spoiled down below. I like to see how many people made it this far. Uh, This video and other videos are on uh, Spotify. If you want to listen to them as a podcast, please rate it five stars if you do. If you want to submit stories of your own, which these are subscriber-submitted stories, submit them to either my Instagram or Twitter. Follow me on those places and then go and DM me the story. Don't ask me if I want to hear a story. Yes, I want to hear it. Just DM me the whole story. I sometimes go months back to find stories. Sometimes I use them right away. So you just got to keep checking in to hear when your story is told, if it is told. I I can't tell them all. I have hundreds and hundreds of DMs, which I appreciate. But um, anyways, uh, that's about all I want to say. Let's just get right back to it. So anyways, you know, Mike is just standing there and he's just looking at the spoiled kid who's like, uh, he holds up his phone. He's like, guys, guys, the phone's fine. I, I just turned it off to save battery. Everybody knew for a fact that phone was bricked. There was not a chance in the world that it was like turned off to save battery. It was 100% bricked at this point. So sure enough, you know, he's like, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna put in my pocket to save battery. And which put in your pocket to save battery. I mean, just admit, it just admit defeat at this point. And uh, the next day, the spoiled kid comes in and he's like hiding the thing in his pocket. You know, every other day, he would literally leave his phone face down on his desk so everyone could see how many camera lenses he had to show that he had the new iPhone or whatever. But today, he didn't have his phone on his desk. In fact, he kept in his pocket. And the only time people saw what he brought into class was when the teacher came around and asked, like, for people's phones. So when the teacher came to the spoiled kid, this, you know, the teacher's like, all right, like, let's see your phone. The spoiled kid's like, I didn't bring it. And the teacher's like, I don't believe you. The spoiled kid's like, well, I just didn't bring it. And the teacher's like, all right, well, empty your pockets then. And the spoiled kid, very hesitant at first, eventually gives in, you know, takes something out of his pocket and puts it in the basket, right? And, uh, you know, they weren't totally able to see it, but it was very clearly not the phone he had before. And that's when, after class, Mike went up to get his phone, and he saw what looked like a flip phone, you know, in the basket. So he grabs his phone, and, you know, he's walking out, and then he stops, and he turns around, and he sees the spoiled kid very quickly run up, 
and grab the flip phone. So basically what happened was that, you know, the spoiled kid, you know, told his parents that it, was, it wasn't shatterproof and they got super mad at him and they probably didn't want to ask, you know, their uncle for, you know, another new phone, but his parents still wanted a way to communicate with him. So they're like, you know what? We're not buying you a new phone. Because first of all, his parents couldn't like, you know, they couldn't afford a massive purchase like that. It was a gift from his uncle. His parents were still like, we still need to have, like be in touch with you. We need to be able to call you. So the spoiled kid went from having the newest iPhone, whatever, and because he was just flexing it so hard, he went all the way down to having a flip phone, which honestly, I know a few people who just use a flip phone and I actually have respect for them because they use the flip phone because they're like, you know what? Screw it. I don't want to be online 24-7. I can respect that. We're going to call the subscriber of the next story, Alex. Uh, so anyways, right, you know, Alex had a sister, and Alex's, Alex's sister had a friend. And this story is all about that friend. So Alex's sister's friend is way too long, so we're just going to call her Kate, right? So Kate is Alex's sister's friend. I, it's way too much of a word salad for me to continue saying Alex's sister's friend. So anyways, Alex's sister's friend, Kate, you know, she was, you know, she had her college paid for by her parents. Her parents bought her a brand new Tesla car. Her parents were in the process of buying her a house. And one day, Alex was, you know, and also she has never had a job before in her life, and which is fine if you haven't had a job, but the, this is important context for the following story. So Alex was, you know, sitting there one day in his room and his sister walked in and, you know, Alex's sister's like, uh, you know, like, oh my, I'm so annoyed, like, you know, my friend Kate. Alex is like, yeah, I know your friend Kate, as Kate had come over once or twice before. Alex's sister and Kate used to be much better friends in high school, but now that they were in college, they didn't see each other as much, but, you know, they still stayed in touch online, or at least Kate, you know, made sure that they did. So she continued to talk to her, whatever, right? And, you know, Alex was like, oh, what, what's going on? What's going on with you two? And, you know, Alex's sister's like, well, you know, I just got off the phone with Kate, and she's telling me that she's thinking of, you know, running away from her parents. And Alex was like, why would she run away from her parents? And Alex's sister's like, Kate was telling me that they were being incredibly unfair to her. And Alex was like, oh, by, by what means? Because Alex at this point was aware of, you know, Kate's situation with her parents. Like, it wasn't like something that Kate was like, oh, and today my parents could pay for my college and my car and my house and all that kind of stuff. But it was just kind of known from, uh, you know, just he just knew this right and this is something that Kate, uh alex's sister also knew and uh, you know sure enough uh you know uh exactly what just guess just guess in the comment section what terrible thing her parents did what horrible thing her parents like had her go through what do you think it was wait i'm giving you a second in the comments right now to tell me if you answered um if you answered do chores around the house very minimal ones because remember, you know, she's living with her parents. They're about to buy her her own house. They paid for her car. They paid for her college. And they're asking her to maybe take out the trash. And because of this, she called up Alex's sister, basically in tears, saying that she was going to run away. In high school, I don't think this girl was as bad as Alex's sister was also not, was not in this circumstance herself. So it's not like she could relate to the struggles, right? This, that was not the situation at all. Um, but, you know, I guess Alex's, you know, Alex's, uh, or Kate had uh, kind of developed in a bad way ever since. And, uh, you know, Alex's sister got off the phone with her, just walked into Alex's room and was like, how do I deal with this? Like, what do I say? Because she looks at her phone and, you know, Kate texts Alex's sister saying, hey, 
I'm going to call you back in five minutes. I have to go for a second. And, you know, Alex says, I don't know. I don't know if you just, like, listen to what she says and just, like, I don't know, like, ignore it in a sense. Or if you say something about it, like, I really don't know what you want to do here. And uh, Alex's sister and Alex sat down for a while and they had a bit of a discussion and they eventually came to the conclusion that they were, that Alex's sister was going to try and reason with Kate that maybe it was fair, maybe it was fair, just a little bit, that her parents, uh, you know, asked for, you know, very slight help around the house after they had paid for literally everything in her life. You know, maybe that was fair. You know, Alex and Alex's sister was planning on saying it, you know, so nicely, so very nicely, that that was like, that was a, the thing I just told you was a harsh version of what she was going to say. That's how nice she was going to put it. So Alex decided that, you know, he kind of wanted to hear how this was going to go. Cause you know, at this point he was starting to get a little bit involved. So he kind of like, he goes, you know, Alex's or Kate, Alex's sister gets on the phone with Kate and Alex kind of steps outside her room and listens in and she hears part of the conversation and Kate will, uh, or Alex's sister will fill in what Kate, you know, said during the whole thing later, but I'm just going to tell it to you as if. Alex could hear what Kate said, which remember he couldn't, but you know, his sister filled it in later, but for continuity of the story, we're just going to put in what she was saying. So Kate gets on the phone and she starts talking, continues to talk about like, oh my God, like my parents are the worst. I I can't believe that they're making me do all this. And by the way, these chores were not, I don't know exactly what they were, but I was told that these chores were not necessarily taxing nor demanding. They were very much just take out the trash, help me with the dishes. Like, once a night. Keep your room clean. Just very standard stuff. And look, when I'm at home and my parents want me to do something, I can be a little annoyed if I'm trying to do something else. But, you know, you do it. You just do it. Like, at the end of the day, they're paying for the roof above your head. They raised you. You know, they did all this for you. Like, sure, there are other things I wanted to do at this point, but I realized that that's tough. Like, I'm sure that there were other things my parents wanted to do when, you know, I was like three and screaming my head off and like pooping all around the place. I don't know what three-year-olds do. Like, you, you need to get back at some point. You need to realize the perspective of the situation. Uh, but sure enough, you know, Alex's sister was like, started to say, well, you know, maybe since you're living with them, they just want it to be like a form of rent or whatever. I don't totally know. And that's when like Kate started to get really mad. And she's like, like, are you siding with them? Are you serious? And, you know, Alex's sister's like, no, 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 I'm not necessarily siding with them. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe, like, they just didn't make it clear that that's just what they wanted you to do for rent or something. And, you know, at this point, Kate realized that Alex's sister was not going to side with her, which no, no one really sane would truly side with her at this point. But, you know, I- ignoring that, you know, Kate was like, so you are siding with them. Like, the, uh, and, and to think that I called you a friend, like a bunch of like completely ridiculous notions like this. And, you know, uh, you know, Kate's like, I, I just can't, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. And Alex's sister who, you know, was once friends with Kate and was once very close with Kate, you know, tried to salvage, uh, not the relationship, but what they had going on a little bit. She tried to salvage it and was like, no, 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 no. You know, I see your perspective. I, I see what you're trying to say. I, I really do. And, you know, Kate's like, no, I know, like, you revealed your true colors. I know how you actually feel about this stuff now. I just can't, I just can't believe it personally. And, you know, Kate's like, uh, I like, uh, like, well, or no, Kate, Kate, Kate's the one that Alex's sister talking to. Alex's sister's like, well, no, 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 hold up. Well, what exactly are they, you know, what 
like, what do they actually want you to do? And, you know, Alex's or Kate goes on to say, like, very mundane stuff. And, you know, Alex's sister goes on to say, hey, I just, you know, that doesn't, like, my parents make me do stuff like that. To kind of be like, you know what I mean? To kind of be like, oh, well, it's not that bad, actually. It's not that bad because I have to do it, too. And that's pretty common. Whenever someone's going through something, you might sometimes try and relate to them. But the thing is, I've noticed is sometimes when people try and relate to you, it feels as if they're trying to take away from what you're feeling. And while that's not always the case, and most of the time that's not the intention, uh, Kate definitely made, was feeling like, oh, well, she just doesn't like, like, she just isn't on my side. Like, she can never understand what I'm going through. Just kind of like corny stuff like that. So Kate was like, wow, like, is this really how you want to end our friendship? And Alex's sister was, well, she wasn't like that close with Kate anymore. It's been a while, but she had a lot of good memories with her. So Alex's older sister was kind of thinking to herself, like, is this seriously how it's going to end? Is this how we're ending it? Like, are you serious? And, uh, you know, uh, Alex's sister put down the phone and Alex was like, what happened? She's like, Kate and I are no longer friends, apparently. And Alex was like, wow, isn't that a way to end things?